Welcome to Full Speed Ahead. I'm Craig Fuller. Sorry, we're uh, having technical difficulties. So I'm here with Todd Nyberger. Nyberger. Nyberger, the CFO of TTN Fleet Solutions. TTN is uh, a relatively, you guys have been doing this for a while, but you've really gone out and revamped your marketing, what you guys are doing as a, yeah. a company. So a little bit about TTN, what's, what's the business? Yeah, TTN started off as the, uh, the towing network. Okay. Um, we somewhat kind of uh, look at it from that standpoint as the, the towing network, the trucking network, the technology network. So from our standpoint, um, the company started in 2009, and what we do is we are um, what we would say is the bread and butter to all the trucking industry for the emergency roadside service. So our whole focus is is to make sure that um, from maintenance to breakdowns to um, tires to the whole works, so, you know, what can we provide to the trucking industry from a maintenance standpoint um, and be there for that service. So um, that's how the company started. The big things that we've seen changes on um, going forward is really the technology platform and what we're looking, you know, today to totally take it to the next level from technology and what we can provide to the trucking industry with logistics and um, the overflow from uh, what we're seeing from some of our large customers. So, so what is, what makes you guys special? I mean, com- fleets go out and have their own breakdown departments, but right. the idea is to outsource it. Is that really the goal? Yeah, and I mean, from our standpoint, what we um, try to do is that, you know, we're there for the overflow. If we look at nights, we look at weekends, we look at holidays. Um, you know, nobody wants to go in and um, actually make a cut from an operations and, and see things change from their own staff. Um, so we're there to help with the overflow, but eventually what they see is, from our standpoint, is just with um, what we provide and, and taking the calls. I mean, you know, we're, we're handling four to 500 calls a day um, from a trucking standpoint with breakdowns on the road, with the bad weather um, from where it's at. And so, um, you know, like obviously this weather pattern that we've seen is um, where some of our peak times. Um, so we basically are there for the overflow. Um, what we see, though, most of the time is that once they start pushing their business to us and they start seeing uh, the cost savings on their standpoint, um, usually we end up getting a big part of the entire platform. Now, why would they see cost savings versus doing it in-house? Where's the advantage that you guys bring? Well, what they do is, like, they look at it from their standpoint trying to staff for their side. So, I mean, you know, they're staffed at maybe 15 to 20 in-house employees. We see a day like yesterday. Um, the weather, the snow coming in, they got their guys out on the road that, you know, batteries, they got, uh, you know, whether it's a ice or a slide or a, a truck that's off the road or something like that. What we're seeing is, is that, you know, 15 to 20 employees and they're seeing um, to where they can't handle the workload. And so from that standpoint, to try to ramp up and staff for it, to try to hire for it, to try to keep people on, but then during the slow times, to obviously, so we're in overflow, and it's just a lot easier for them to start pushing it and outsourcing it. And then with our technology, I mean, our technology allows for us to be able to staff um, and, and be able to ramp up for a lot of those, you know, cold winter days and um, just the level of uh, people that we need from our standpoint. So, so the, the business is basically emergency roadside assistance Correct. as well as assisting with the breakdown process. Is Correct. the view that fleet should outsource all of their entire breakdown or just the emergency on-call on stuff? We're seeing, in this industry, we're starting to see a change as it goes is that, you know, the on-call, what they're looking at and what they're outsourcing, I mean, they're, they're good at what their uh, piece of it is, but from the standpoint of um, on the road and breakdowns and um, continuing maintenance. So if we look at it, you know, just like the tire side of it, from the maintenance standpoint, you know, they're trying to continue to look at how they can try to increase their own margins. Um, and as we see that, we're seeing more and more being outsourced. What's the number one call that you guys are getting in terms of a roadside? 
issues? Um, I would say that probably the biggest thing that we get in the cold weather <laughs> is startups. Um, a lot of stuff what we see is with the ice is uh, slide-offs or, you know, um, off the road. Um, I would say from a maintenance standpoint, it can be everything and anything. I mean, we are seeing things that, you know, blown tires. We're seeing that um, in the hot days, the overheating um, from their standpoint. So it's, it's a, it's a, you know, varies all over. Yeah, it's, I mean, maintenance expenses are one of the primary differentiations between profitable and unprofitable fleets. That fuel and how they manage it really drives profitability. It's important. So having control of that, one of the things also, you know, I've been around trucking and I've right. been around it for many years is where you tend to see fraud or you see embezzlement or fraudulent purchase orders tends right. to be in your breakdown in your fuel departments. Those are the, not only are those the, the areas where efficiency matters, those are also the areas where there's a lot of temptation in uh, those processes. But you guys are managing and providing that transparency to the fleets. Yeah, and so from one of our side, what we do is that, and this is one of the things that we really try to look and focus on, is to take a look at, you know, from the process from the start to the beginning, is that, you know, we're on the call, taking these calls, leading it all the way through from when they're being dispatched to where there's a trucker actually being, <clears throat> from his standpoint, that somebody's there as a provider and to make sure whether it's a tow or whether it's maintenance, and then following the whole process through from their invoicing, making sure that they're audited and making sure they're not overcharged, to making sure that from a timely standpoint that things are being paid. So, How, how do you, I mean, it's always interesting because you, you're talking about these essentially outsourcing services uh, that you're bringing a lot of expertise to, but how do you, when you go into someone who's running uh, their own in-house roadside department, or, or how do you get them to feel comfortable with outsourcing that? How does that process work for you guys? You know, one of the things that we kind of took a step back is that from our standpoint, we, again, is it's, it's saying to them, hey, let us get your overflow, okay? Let's focus on what we can and how we can try to save you costs from having to staff from that standpoint. And let us show you what we can do. Just give us your stuff that with like the holidays coming. So let us, let us take your, um, without you having to overstaff for over the holidays and over on the weekends. And so let us try to show you what we can do from that standpoint um, and from a maintenance standpoint. And when that takes place, usually what they'll do is they'll start pushing and shoving their business to us. And we'll take that on, start to show from their side their synergies, cost saving from in-house, not having to staff up. Um, that's, our big, that's probably one of our big sales. Yeah, and it strikes me as where, you know, you think about trucking companies, what they do well, um, taking a function that may not be core to the DNA. It's hard to find folks that understand all of the maintenance on the truck, particularly as they go more le electronic and, right. and more right. advanced. Having all of that in-house expertise is very difficult because those jobs are in high demand. There's a shortage of mechanics, period, and then trying to put them into... Because what, you, what, what I had seen, at least in my background, was typically folks that were former mechanics became breakdown folks or uh, former drivers became breakdown folks. And the problem is that with a shortage of mechanics... That, that creates a real strain on the company because they're taking some of their better resources, which maybe maintain their own trucks, and put them into this, this role where you guys can do a more effective job. Yeah, and I mean, when we look at our staff, what we're looking at when we hire from that standpoint is, you know, we're looking at a lot of them that have been maintenance that maybe saying, you know, that have been the truckers that want to say, you know what, it's time for me to maybe stay home a little more and not on the road. I mean, we're seeing, you know, young individuals that are coming from the diesel tech schools that are in there um, that becomes, um, that are very... Um, move their way up within the company and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of the positions that we see coming in um, varies from the tech school to the diesel mechanics to um, the roadside to the tow side. 
Um, a lot of that is, you know, the expertise that they need that we're bringing in-house is obviously something that we've seen the industry start to change as we move away from everybody kind of looking at, you know, keeping it within their own um, operations. Yeah, how do you guys make money? So how, does a, how do you guys get paid in these processes? So from our standpoint, what we have is basically there's a service fee that goes on top of every call. So every call that comes in, there's a fee that we charge basically to make sure that we have fulfilled that commitment back and where it's at. And then from that standpoint, um, that is the bulk of where our stuff is at, is just our fees on top of providing that service. So, I mean, there's, there are times, whether it's a tow or whether it's a maintenance, um, you know, we'll actually follow a truck all the way through from if there's repairs, um, and then we have a, a small percentage that's on the backside that we also collect. So. Yeah, so it strikes me as the most important thing for fleets is to make sure the trucks are running. Because a truck that's yeah. not running and yeah. generating revenue is actually a substantial cost. Right. That process can be streamlined faster, uh, and the truck is able to get out of the shop quicker. Then there's a ton of value in that that is unrelated to what the cost of the service is itself. Yeah, I mean, from our standpoint, we look at like our calls. Our calls, we at, we our average answer time from a standpoint is less than less than 12 seconds. So every time a call comes in, we are picking those calls up and being able to give an ETA of when we're going to have somebody out there for whatever may it be, a tow or maintenance of what it is to get the trucker back on the road. We're answering those calls within 12 seconds. We're seeing today from competition-wise, some of our toughest competitors out there, they're seeing calls that are being answered 28 to 35 minutes. Wow. So, so the guy driver's on hold. Yeah. So a lot of rest, lost revenue, a lot of lost opportunities, and frankly, you might lose the driver. Right. Because I think, I think the most important thing is in the breakdown process is getting quick response. That efficiency is important. Mitigating fraud is important because right. we talked about that. How do you guys provide visibility to the fleets to ensure that they know what is actually legitimate in terms of expenses versus uh, where they could be exposed? How do you guys manage that? Yeah, I mean, one of our big things is our... Um provider network that we have. So making sure that we've taken the time to look at the areas and the territories and bring in some of the top tiered providers that we know who we have worked with, what pricing we have set for them, the pricing that we know what this maintenance is going to be, what the tow is going to be, um, and then making sure from that standpoint that working with each one of these fleets that we have set pricing that within our contracts and what they have is that, you know, for this service, this does not exceed that fee to making sure that we can audit that all the way through to the end and that, you know, what they guaranteed and what we basically support and back, that that's what they're being charged. And you are a CFO, which means you, of all people, understand separation of duties. And separation of duties is one of the most efficient ways to, to mitigate fraud because if you have multiple people that are checks and balances, chances are something gets caught in the process and it makes it mitigates the internal issues that companies tend to have. Yeah, I mean, we see that today. A lot of these, you know, I would say some of the smaller fleets that we see today from their standpoint, you know, whether they have, you know, a staff of five to maybe five to ten people that are in the office and from mitigation of fraud and segregation of duties and, you know, okay, making sure that <laughs> what Sally has touched from the beginning to the end and really truly where the invoice is being pushed and then all the way through the collection of that is, you know, did you get what you paid for? Yeah. I so. mean, that, like I said, that was the, the areas seeing, being involved in trucking and the fleet side where we, when I was in uh working in the fleet where we would see fraud was in fuel, yeah. number one, because there's a ton of volume goes through there. A lot of it was in kickbacks and incentives and stuff that weren't really cash, but they, they were pretty expensive. Uh, and then the second area that we uh, saw a lot of fraud and embezzlement was actually in breakdown. 
because that you would have fake purchase orders that didn't exist. But outsourcing would, would create more visibility and transparency to it because you guys have a responsibility through your contracts to manage that process. Yeah, and like we said, you know, you're saying is that when you see it through the purchase orders, I mean, from the start all the way through, you know, a purchase order comes in, we're making sure that we're reaching out, we're identifying that vehicle, I mean, VIN number, who it is, who's tied to it, what customer that is that's, that's tied to it, who's the, who is actually the driver that's there, that's through that. And then following that process, like you said, all the way through from the purchase order, <clears throat> that comes back around and making sure that when we actually send out the bill, I mean, because from our standpoint, <clears throat> we're collecting, we're receiving, we're processing the whole thing through and then pushing it back out to the end user. So, I mean, and you know, you've we got have software tracking on all of the stuff that's happened, breadcrumbs through the process. Yes. So from that standpoint, that's the thing that we keep talking about today with our technology and the changes of it is that from the very beginning of picking up and identifying that truck that's tied to that business line, where they're at, what their route is, the breadcrumbs that are dropped all the way through the process to the very end and then getting it back and on the, you know, back up and running is where we're at that, you know, profitability for them. So, so Todd, do you have anything you could recommend to drivers that are tuning in and watching this or fleets? What is it they can do to best maintain their trucks what is it do you have any recommendations on what they should do to, to really i mean one of the things that we are really pushing and focusing on is preventative maintenance obviously okay so from their standpoint we're never ready for the first storm so like a lot of the calls that we were seeing over monday tuesday and, and that we'll see today is you know batteries cold crank startups stuff like that so diesel gelling yeah yeah diesel gelling and all that so again what we're looking at and trying to focus so much on is the preventative maintenance you know not waiting until you're broke down of where you're at from that standpoint so i think the thing out there that that we're um making sure and, and focus is is working with these fleets and making sure from that standpoint that we can be their assistant from you know start to finish um and, and then that's where our big focus is at. Yeah, and as we said, maintenance expenses and management of maintenance costs are one of the top predictors of fleet profitability. Fleets that don't manage maintenance end up being dramatically impacted and, and creates issues. And that's actually where you see a lot of the financial distresses. And, and it, you know, I, one's cause and effect are heavily correlated. Companies that don't maintain their equipment tend to be the poor performers. It might be because they're poor financial performers, they don't maintain equipment, but there is a, a very tight correlation there. Yeah, and what we see today, I mean, we're seeing this, we all know that we're seeing somewhat of a slope and a downturn in the market a little bit. And what we're seeing with the fleets, the more fleets that are on the road, and we've seen a, a step up in some new purchases from prior year coming through. So, you know, we're seeing the new vehicles that are being maintained better and on the road, obviously, but continuing maintenance of where they're at today. I mean, the downtime of the truck that when it's sitting on the side of the road and it's simple as something as a tire or a mud flap or a light or, you know, a, a battery, I mean, that downtime's costing that load from beginning to end all the way through, so. Yeah, and I just saw Cassandra Gaines walk by, who's an attorney that does it, and she would tell you that in a courtroom, having things like tail lights can actually create significant liability for fleets if they're not maintaining it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 as simple as it sounds, I would say that um, of so many of our repairs from that standpoint um, that we see on the roadside is that, I mean, if it's tires, it's tires, it's mud flaps and flights. Yeah, um, and not just, doing pre-trip inspections, the yeah. things you must do. If something happens, you can be held liable, and that's significant. The nice thing is you do have the paper trail with you guys and your software system. Yeah, and so from our software, what we're saying with that is that if it gets to the point of where that's fallen all the way through from a legal standpoint, what our software is, is it's identified each one of those purchase orders, each one of those work orders, all the way through on that truck that's tied to that VIN, that's tied to that fleet from beginning to end. 
Fantastic. Well, Todd, thank you, and enjoy the show. Appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, reminder, so TTN is based in Texas, just outside of Fort Worth. We're taking over the city of Fort Worth at Freightways Live in Fort Worth for Freight Week in Fort Worth by Freightways. That will be next October. Save the dates. 